why meditation is important, how to actually meditate, the technique, and at the end, we're going to cover some of the common pitfalls and traps that people experience with meditation, which prevents them from building a consistent meditation habit, which is so important to actually get the benefits of meditation. You can't get the benefits of meditation by just meditating once or twice. You have to make this a habit. So I'm going to tell you a lot of important nuances that you need to understand to make this habit successfully. Because when I try to meditate and make it a habit several years ago, I stumbled around and I tried to make it happen and I was always falling off track. I did a couple of 30-day challenges meditation. Um, I was able to stick through those 30-day challenges, but in the end, it didn't stick and I wasn't seeing the benefits. Right now though, this is getting towards the end of 2014 and I've been meditating consistently for one hour every day since the beginning of 2014. So I started in very early January at the beginning of the new year. It was kind of my New Year's resolution. And I meditate for one hour every day and I did that consistently without missing a single day this entire year. So right now I'm on day 250 probably something. So I'm getting into the 300s in a row. And that's what you want is you want that kind of very steady consistency. And now it's pretty easy for me, even though one hour is a big chunk of time, it's pretty easy for me to do this consistently because I've built that habit. So let me share with you some of the important stuff that I've learned through doing almost a year of really consistent meditation. You know, the Buddhists, they have a way of characterizing our mind and they put it this way. They say that your mind is like a crazy monkey, constantly running around, always ADD, always frantic, always searching for something new, can't sit still. Worse than that, it's not just this crazy monkey, but imagine this crazy monkey and that you got it drunk, totally shit-faced. So your mind is that. It's a drunk crazy monkey. And worse than that, not only is it drunk and is it crazy, it's totally out of control, but imagine that monkey being stung by a scorpion. And now you have the perfect metaphor for your brain, the way that your mind runs itself, the way that it works. Without beginning to do meditation, without beginning to take a real close look at the kind of thoughts and emotions and things that are going on throughout your mind on a minute-to-minute -minute basis, it's hard to even appreciate that this is what it is, is your mind is this crazy, drunk, stung monkey. The more you meditate, the more you realize, oh my God, that's the perfect description. Now, what's your life going to be like if you've got a crazy, drunk, stung monkey running around and trying to manage it. Is that going to be an exceptional, extraordinary, successful, fulfilling, happy, peaceful type of life? Or is that going to be a frantic, neurotic, chaotic, overstressed, overwhelmed, making stupid decisions kind of life? It's going to be the second one, right? You don't want that. So the ultimate benefit of doing meditation is to get this drunk, crazy monkey in line, get it under control so that you take away the scorpion, you take away the drunkenness, you take away the craziness, and now you've just got a plain relaxed monkey. And the more you meditate, the more of these bad characteristics you take away. Eventually what you reach is you reach this state of really calm tranquility. Imagine this monkey on sedatives. That's kind of what you reach. And it's a good, good state to reach, but it takes some work to get there. Let's talk about some of the other benefits of meditation.
So the benefits of meditation really quickly. One very important aspect is mastering your emotions. Your emotions run your life. They determine how much you can accomplish in your life. They determine whether you sabotage your own results. So this is really big. They also determine how you feel. If you're always emotional, you're always up and down and up and down, you're having all these negative thoughts, then this is making you stressed and frantic throughout your life. So this is destroying the quality of your life. So meditation gets that under control. Meditation is really good for eliminating stress. Meditation is really good for helping you unhook from stimulation. So nowadays, it's very easy to get hooked on addictions. You can get hooked to television, internet, pornography, drugs, food, sex, uh, I mean, you name it, it's out there, you can get addicted on it. Um, what meditation teaches you, it teaches you to unhook from that stuff and not be frantic the way you would be now, but to be calm and peaceful and really be happy just in the moment. True happiness can really only be attained by being very present and happy, content, you might say, with the present moment. You might have noticed that if you're always seeking stimulation, what that does in your life is it produces a roller coaster ride, up and down. You have some amazing sex, then there's a crash, because you can't have sex forever. You have some nice drugs, and then there's a crash, because you can't be on drugs forever. Same thing with food, with alcohol, with internet, with television. So what you want to train your brain to be happy with is just a, a very consistent level of contentment just in the present moment with whatever's going on and not necessarily even with pleasant stuff. This is something that is really big that you get with meditation. The other thing that meditation is great for is building up your willpower, your prefrontal cortex. Literally, there's been scientific studies and evidence done that shows that by practicing meditation, even for just 10 or 20 minutes every day, within a few weeks in the brain scans that they do, they see the prefrontal cortex building new connections, growing stronger. This will help you with your uh, with your work, this will help you in your gym routines, this will help you with everything you're trying to do in your life. It's really a form of brain training. It's the most original, old school, millennia old form of brain training. You don't need to play games online to train your brain. The best way to train your brain is to actually use your brain. The way you use it, one of the ways, is through meditation, so that's really good. It also helps with brain health. More and more studies are showing that stuff like Alzheimer's disease is actually uh, a result of disuse of your brain. When you stop using your brain, your brain starts to atrophy. When you're using your brain actively all the time, you're putting it under stress, just like a muscle. When you're using it, then it's growing and it's developing. Another thing that's really great about meditation is that it increases your productivity and your creativity. So if you're a very productive person, if you're a no-nonsense kind of, no woo-woo, no hippie type of person, you're very pragmatic and hard-nosed, and you just want straightforward results in your life, in your relationships, you want results in your business, you want better finances and better money, this stuff comes from productivity, and productivity comes from a clear-thinking mind that's able to focus. So that's what you develop with meditation. You can also use meditation to become more creative, because creativity is something that comes from your subconscious mind, and Creativity comes when you're able to calm yourself down and be peaceful and be grounded. Then creative stuff tends to bubble up. When your mind is frantic all the time, it's very difficult to be creative. So if you're a creative, artistic type of person, meditation will serve you very well. Meditation is also the single best way to develop and practice mindfulness. 
And mindfulness, this is just an awareness and the ability to be an observer of yourself, your mood, your emotions, and also other people in life in general. It's the ability to look objectively at these situations without being reactive to it emotionally. It's the ability, for example, when you're angry, to look from the outside, as it were, at the situation that you're in and the emotion that you're feeling and the ability to just look at it without having to do anything about it. The power of mindfulness, which I talk about in other videos, and I'm not going to go into too much detail here because it's a very deep topic, is that it just literally can be used to melt away and dissolve negative emotions and any kind of like uh, frustrating situations in life just by observing it with a lot of consciousness and awareness, without any form of judgment, without any kind of action taking, just pure observation and awareness can be a really powerful tool. And it's hard to appreciate this until you start to meditate and you start to develop these powers. You grow that mindfulness muscle and then uh, you start to see the results of that in your life and it's very cool. And lastly, this is perhaps the most amazing thing about enlightenment, I mean, uh, about meditation, is that it can be used to attain enlightenment. And that's, again, a very advanced topic that I'm not going to go into here, but suffice it to say that through proper use of meditation for long enough times, what you can do is you can literally melt away your sense of ego, your sense of separation from the world, and you can reach this very blissful, peaceful state, which is your natural state, which is obstructed by all the crazy monkey chatter that's going on. This is just the truth that you are one with the world, you are one with everybody else, and when you can attain this state, then the amazing thing about it is that you feel very peaceful, totally content, totally fulfilled without needing anything else in your life. This is kind of the ultimate state that you can shoot for with your personal development. And I'm doing a lot of work on that personally. I'm really excited about sharing some further techniques about how to use your meditation in order to actually attain enlightenment. So I'll have more videos on that to come soon. So this is why you want to meditate. Now let's talk about what meditation is. So let's give a definition for meditation. Uh, it's very simple. It's basically just sitting down and quieting your mind and just being aware of exactly what's happening in the present moment. That's how I would define meditation. Uh, it's the ability to just focus your mind on basically nothingness, just nothing in particular, and not getting caught up in thought stories. Because what's going on in your head is that all the time you've got these stories that come up. And what can happen is that either you go along for the ride with the story, or you don't. Or you just observe the story kind of carrying itself out and fizzling and bubbling away. And that's what thoughts are in your mind. Thoughts are like clouds that move through the atmosphere. Imagine your mind like the atmosphere and the, the thoughts are like clouds. And they just come through, they're very random, they're very capricious. One day they're this kind of cloud, the next day it's a different kind of cloud. Sometimes you've got an interesting formation of clouds, sometimes it's pretty boring. Uh, but sometimes what happens is that we get triggered, we get caught up in these thoughts and we get carried away. Just like carried away and we get taken miles and miles off track by going along on these clouds. And what meditation is about is about just uh, being totally still and just watching these clouds kind of move through the atmosphere without moving, without judging them, without thinking about them, just watching them. So that's a definition of meditation. There's been a lot of scientific studies that have been done, especially in the last 50 years or so, on meditation. They've done EEG scans and fMRI scans on meditating monks and Buddhists and yogis. 
They've also done studies on just regular, ordinary Western meditators, people who meditate for just 10 minutes every day. What they found is that meditation has enormous health benefits and enormous benefits towards improving your life. We've already covered a lot of those benefits, but um, don't just think that this is some sort of like new age type of tradition or some sort of like fad type habit. Meditation has been up for thousands of years and for good reason because these benefits are very real. And in fact, science just now is catching up to some of the benefits that have been talked about in Eastern traditions where meditation uh, originated from for literally millennia. So there's so much scientific evidence you can read books that will teach you and really convince you of um, some of this amazing stuff. There's a lot of different meditation techniques. I'm going to share something very simple with you today. There's different ones. Some of them have you focusing on a mantra, on an affirmation that you say to yourself. Some of them have you do particular breathing exercises. Some of them have you counting your breaths in a specific way. Some of them just have you trying to clear your mind constantly. Um, so there's a lot of different stuff. But actually, meditation is very, very simple. And I want to keep things very simple here. I'm going to cut a lot of bullshit. The fact is, you don't need to spend a lot of money on classes. You don't need to spend a lot of time reading books. You don't need any special equipment. Here's the technique I'm going to give you. And you can use this technique. And you can literally use this technique to get to the highest levels of meditation that you can. All you got to do is use it consistently. So here it is. Step one is you get a timer. I like to take my smartphone, I have a timer on there, and I set a timer. Let's say for you, the time is going to be 20 minutes. When you're starting off a meditation habit, a good time to shoot for is 20 minutes. So let's have you start with that. 20 minutes on the timer. Step two, sit in some sort of quiet area, preferably alone by yourself. Sit in a comfortable position. You don't need to sit in a full lotus position. That's usually difficult. You don't need, even need to sit in a half lotus position. You can just literally take a chair and sit on it. You can do it on a couch. You can do it on the side of your bed. Don't lie down. You need to sit up. And not just sit up, but the more perfectly straight and erect your spine is, the better. Because one of the things you'll encounter with meditation is sleepiness. And one of the best ways to correct sleepiness when you're meditating is to keep your back very, very straight. I used to think that this wasn't important until I started falling asleep a lot, and then I discovered that actually the uh, angle of your spine matters very much. The more you tilt it, even just a little bit, the more sleepy you tend to get. So the, the more straight your spine, the better. If you want, start off meditating with uh, some sort of support for your back. So let's say you're sitting on a chair with a back. That's fine. Um, eventually, it's probably best to sit in a way where nothing is supporting your back. Just your muscles are doing it. So that will keep you the most alert. So you're going to sit like that. And then you're just going to close your eyes as you're sitting like that and you're going to relax. You're going to not do anything special with your breath. You're just going to kind of breathe, uh, not too deliberately. You're just going to let your breath go automatically, um, nice and calm and steady. Your eyes are going to be closed, and what you're going to do in your mind is you're just going to try to clear your mind of any particular thoughts. And like I said before, you're going to try not to get caught up in the thought stories. So it might look something like this. You're sitting there. You're comfortable. Give yourself a minute just to adjust, scratch anything that needs scratching so that you're comfortable sitting there. And then you're going to try to sit still and not move for those 20 minutes. And what immediately is going to happen is that for the first 5 or 10 seconds, maybe your mind will be clear. But then some thought will come up, some sort of story. And it'll try to grab you and kind of take you with it as it goes. So maybe I'm sitting there 
And then the, the first thing that comes into my mind is, oh shoot, I got that email I got to answer for a client of mine. And see, when you get that thought, you have a choice. You can either continue on that train of thought and start thinking about it like, okay, so I need to go, I need to do a little bit of research, I need to, I need to compile this report, then I got to send that to my client. So see, you can kind of get carried away with a story. Or you can notice in your mind like, oh, wait a minute, that's just a thought. I don't necessarily need to go along for the ride. Let the thought go on its own way, but don't go with it. And so you just let that thought go. And then as soon as you let that go, maybe a new thought comes up. The new thought tells you, oh man, I'm out of groceries, I gotta go to the grocery store. And oh man, my, my car's out of gas, I gotta fuel up first. Again, you can start to go into story mode about that, and you can say, oh, I gotta get gas, but what about gas prices? Uh, and that gas station near my house, it's closed, so I gotta go find a new gas station. So see, you kinda get carried away. Or you can just let it go, and again, just wait for a new thought to come. And so you continue like this, you just let thoughts come and go, come and go, come and go, without ever moving from where you are. Not physically, I mean in your head. Just kinda be very still. Be the atmosphere, don't be the clouds. Let the clouds pass through you. And so that's it. And your brain is gonna get caught off track. You're not gonna be able to do this perfectly. It's very difficult to do this perfectly. So in practice, what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna get carried away by these thoughts. Sometimes you'll get carried away a little bit and then you'll stop yourself and you'll refocus. Sometimes you get carried away very, very far. You might find yourself caught up in some sort of thought story and you'll be caught up in it for five minutes. And for five minutes, you'll be totally unconscious of the fact that you're caught up in this thought story. But then five minutes later, you're gonna go, oh wait, that's right, I'm supposed to be meditating. Where did I go? I got lost in fantasy land. Let me bring myself back and center myself, become the atmosphere again. And so you're gonna keep doing this again, and again, and again, and again, and that's basically what meditation is. You do that for 20 minutes, or however long you decide to do it for, and you're done. At the end of the 20 minutes, you get up, open your eyes, and you're off to do whatever you wanna do throughout your day. So that's a technique, very simple. There's no, there's no new age nonsense here. There's no ritual. There's no theory behind it. Uh, there's no gods to it. There's no religion behind it. There's no principles. There's no holy books. Uh, it's just very, very simple. You just sit and clear your mind. Even though this is simple, it's extremely difficult. If you've never meditated before, then one of the things you're gonna discover is just how shocking it is how difficult it is to sit still for 20 minutes without thinking about anything and without getting carried away into fantasy land with your stories. Very, very difficult. Um, and you're gonna tend to wanna get distracted. With meditation, a lot of different traditions from the East have different rituals behind the way that they meditate. Uh, theories and philosophy and theology. All of this stuff is distraction. I tend to find it's distraction. People will make excuses about why they don't meditate. And they'll say stuff like, well, I don't have the right pillow under my ass. I don't have the right mat. I need to go take a class. I need to go read this book. Uh, but the fact is that that stuff is just a distraction. Meditation is meant to be very simple. It's meant to fundamentally make you totally accepting of the present moment as you are right now without needing anything. It's like the most simple activity that you can do. It's the essence of minimalism. So don't let somebody confuse you into thinking that you need more information 
more theory, more equipment, this kind of stuff. You don't need it. In fact, that stuff will just distract you. And notice your mind trying to complicate meditation, trying to make it too complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated, it can be very simple, right? What I find is that whenever you're trying to complicate meditation, that's you trying to procrastinate from doing it. And your mind is very tricky and it will try to procrastinate this, especially at the beginning when you haven't built up a habit yet. Just because it doesn't want to sit still. Your mind is, remember, that drunk, crazy, stung monkey. It wants to be running around. It doesn't want to be sitting still. The scariest thing you can do is force your mind to sit still. Here's the trick. Um, at this point, let's actually talk about how to make a successful meditation habit. The trick is that this must be done daily. This 20 minutes every single day. Weekday, weekend, holidays, birthdays, on Christmas, on New Year's, on Valentine's Day, every single day, on vacation days. It doesn't matter. On your worst days, when you have a breakup, when your business collapses, when you lose $100,000. You still got to do it. When you're sitting sick in the hospital, you still got to do it. That's the point. If you're not going to do meditation every single day of your life, there's not even any point in watching this video and continuing any further. Don't even try it. It's pointless. It won't get you anywhere. Meditation needs to be done daily. And not just for a month. And not just for a year. But you need to make a commitment to do it for the rest of your life. That's what I found is necessary because it's just like going to the gym. If you're only going to go to the gym for a week, why even go? If you're only going to go for a month, why even go? It makes no sense. You're just going to waste a lot of your time and get very frustrated. And the thing with meditation is that it takes work to start to get the benefits of it. Yes, you'll get a little bit of the benefits even within just a few weeks, but the true benefits come months and years later. This is a subtle thing, meditation. It's not this like big, huge, supercharging boost to your life. At least when you start. To start to get that giant, supercharging boost, that will take you months and years. It's not going to happen immediately. So you need to prepare your mind with those expectations. Otherwise, I find that you're going to fail. Here are some of the common doubts and pitfalls that I see people having with meditation. One is they tell me, Leo, I can't focus. I'm ADD, my mind can't focus. No, everyone's mind can focus. There's nothing wrong with your mind. It's just that you haven't trained it. Meditation will help train that. So if you can't focus, that means you need to be meditating extra hard. It's not an excuse. Two is that people tell me, uh, Leo, I keep trying to meditate, but my mind isn't calm in the middle of the meditation. I can't calm down. Again, that's not something fundamental that's wrong with you. That's just how the mind works. That's exactly why meditation needs to be done. That's kind of like telling me, but Leo, I'm fat, so I shouldn't be going to the gym. No, if you're fat, that means you're fat because you haven't been going to the gym and you need to go to the gym even more than the regular person does. Same thing here. Your mind will learn to calm down through the repetitive practice of meditation. And just because you can't always focus during a meditation session doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. This is where people get caught up the most, I think. This is the biggest failure point right here. People think that, well, I sat here for 20 minutes, and even though I sat through 20 minutes of it, I just couldn't get my, mom, my mind to be calm and peaceful. 
they imagine uh, this, this picture in their, in their head of a Zen master sitting there with a perfectly calm mind for 20 minutes or a whole hour. And they think that that's meditation. And if they're not doing that, then I'm not meditating. No, meditation is the entire process, not just the calm part. So when you start, what's going to happen is you're going to have little windows of calmness. Maybe five seconds here. And then five minutes, you'll have another five seconds. And then maybe you'll hit 10 seconds somewhere in your 20-minute uh, meditation session. But don't expect that you're going to sit there for 20 whole minutes. You might not reach that state for a decade. Maybe with 10 years of meditation practice, you'll be able to do 20 minutes perfectly calm. But right now, you're not going to be anywhere near that. So don't set that expectation. And don't think that just because you're having five seconds of peace here and five seconds of peace there, but the rest of it is all uh, mental chatter, that somehow you're failing. No, that's a full 20-minute session. As long as you sit down and you try to focus, you're meditating, even if your mind is going crazy, especially if your mind is going crazy. That's where the muscle is being trained, right? Imagine that I, I sent you to the gym and I told you, go to the gym. You go to the gym for a couple of weeks, then you tell me, oh man, my muscles are so sore. I'm straining my muscles every time I'm doing a bicep curl. Well, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. And your muscles are sore for good reason because you're working them out. They're training. You're literally breaking down the muscle tissue. And those last couple of reps that you're doing that are really tough. Those are actually building up your muscles the most. Keep doing that. Your muscles will get really big. Same thing with meditation. So when your mind is chattering away and it's having difficulty focusing and you bring it back and you focus it, that's when you're getting the most benefit. So you got to reframe that and say, man, no, I'm doing good. That means I'm doing it properly. Another expectation people have is that uh, meditation is somehow going to be exciting and stimulating. No, uh, if you feel like meditation is boring at first, that's totally normal. You're going to have a wide range of feelings when you're meditating. Sometimes you're going to feel agitated, frustrated, stressed, bored, sleepy, tired, anxious. All of those are normal emotions. Especially the one about being frustrated and agitated. Sometimes people will do a 20-minute meditation session. At the end of it, they'll actually get agitated, not calm. And they'll tell themselves, but what's the point? I thought meditation was supposed to make me calmer. I must be doing it wrong. No, you're doing it just right. Meditation doesn't always make you calm. That's the end state after many, many years of meditation. Initially, in fact, you're going to be very agitated doing meditation. That's okay. That's, remember you flexing your muscle. Some people say, well, I don't see the point of meditation. Why should I keep doing this? And I'll cover that at the very end of the video. And some people have this belief that I'm not a good meditator. Somehow, meditation just isn't right for me. It might work for other people, but for me, it doesn't work. No, that's total nonsense. Meditation literally works for everybody. All human beings can meditate, and everyone can become a proficient meditator. You've just got to practice it consistently, which is what you're not doing. Here's the principle that I want you to carry with you through the rest of your life as you're meditating. Everything that happens in meditation, as long as you're sitting there and you're focusing and you're trying to be mindful, as long as you're doing that, everything else that happens is perfectly normal and natural and it's good. Sleepiness, tiredness, feeling boring, feeling anxious, all that stuff, good. You're doing it properly. 
This is a really huge principle to accept. Once you accept this principle, you can use it to reground yourself because you are going to have days when you're meditating and you're just going to be just like, oh, like it's not working. Like I must be doing something wrong. You're going to start doubting yourself. Especially when something turbulent happens in your life. One of the most difficult times to meditate is when you have a big breakup with your girlfriend or boyfriend. Man, that's meditating on that day or the next morning. That's like hell because your mind is all over the place. It's it's thinking all these negative thoughts, but you just sit down, you try to focus, you do the best you can, and there's no way you're gonna have a perfect meditation session on that day. You're gonna have a very rocky, very turbulent, very agitating meditation session, but when you finish that, you tell yourself, you know what, I sat here, I did it, I followed through on my commitment, and that's exactly what matters. Everything else is okay. Don't judge yourself while you're meditating. In fact, try to like turn off your logical mind. Don't be thinking too much about the thoughts you're thinking. Don't be doing any meta-analysis. Just sit and be peaceful. It's kind of like you trying to find an off switch to your mind. And you're never ever going to find that off switch because there is no off switch. Thoughts just come. One thing you're going to learn through meditation is that you don't really have as much control over your thoughts as you think you do. And that's fine because what you're going to learn is just mindfulness. You're going to observe the thoughts. And what that's going to do is not going to shut them off. It's just going to get you distance and separation from them. It's going to disidentify you with them. And uh, you don't even realize how powerful that is right now until you've actually experienced it. Um, I want to set the expectation that the first two years of meditation, even if you do it consistently every single day, are going to be hell. Because your mind is not good at bringing your focus back and back and back from these wandering thoughts. It's going to be difficult. And you have to tell yourself that that's normal. It's not going to be smooth sailing. Which brings us to the final reason, which is why should you meditate at all when there's all these difficulties and frustration and agitation, feeling bored and tired and sleepy, all this stuff. So, so why are we meditating? Well, we already talked about some of the benefits, but the reason that you've failed, if you've tried in the past of setting up a successful meditation practice, it's because you lacked the vision of what meditation can do for your life. The reason that now I'm very consistent with my meditation is because after lots of research, lots of trial and error, I've finally been able to create a vision that I really bought into. Like heart and soul convinced myself that meditation is something that I should do for the rest of my life. Here's what I picture for myself. I picture that through years of meditation, I'm gonna develop really strong emotional control. I also picture to myself that I'm gonna be able to be happy no matter what the circumstances. How cool is that? If something goes wrong in my life, I'm still going to be happy. If something goes great in my life, I'm still going to be happy. I'm going to be in control of my life. I'm going to be in control of my emotions. It's going to help me in my relationships. It's going to help me with overcoming any negative addictions or habits that I have. It's going to build like strong mental willpower that I'll be able to apply in my business. I'm very business oriented. I'm also going to be able to apply this to be more productive. I'm very productivity oriented. I'm also big on creativity. I love being creative in my work. It's going to help me with that. I also realize that without meditation, I'm never going to actually attain fulfillment in life. It's not going to be possible because I'm just going to be chasing and running around like that drunk monkey looking for sources of stimulation. Well, I want to unhook myself from all that. And I see myself five or 10 years from now being much more unhooked from stimulation than I am right now. And I can see that having huge repercussions, positive repercussions throughout my whole life. 
And ultimately, the thing that has me really excited is the potential of using meditation to attain enlightenment, this sense of oneness with the whole world, the loss of ego, the loss of all the pettiness that we as human beings strive for every day, the need to protect yourself, all the insecurities you have, all the negative emotions, all of that ultimately stems from ego. And I'll shoot more videos talking about that, but for me, that's a really exciting uh, prospect is to attain that kind of state. So that's how I was able to convince myself. You have to build a case in your own mind. You know, pick and choose from this laundry list of benefits, whatever is most important to you, latch onto it, uh, and try to make this vision. And then go and start with a 30-day meditation habit. Start with just 30 days, do a 30-day challenge, and see if you can last for 30 days straight. Every single day, like clockwork, 20 minutes every single day, and just see how far you get. And if you're still not convinced, that's fine. Try it more. Because the first time I did my 30-day challenge, I wasn't convinced and I fell off track. You get back on and back on and back on until eventually you see that this is something that you really, as a human being, must do if you want to attain fulfillment and happiness and full potential in your own life. This isn't just apply for hippies, but for every single human being. And if you aren't meditating and you're saying that, well, it's too difficult or whatever excuse you're coming up with, in the end, it's just because you're lazy and you're undisciplined and you, you don't want to become disciplined. And it takes a lot of practice to discipline your mind because your mind is the most unruly part of you. It's that drunken monkey. So bust through the laziness, bust through the lack of discipline, start the habit, and we'll talk when you become a good consistent meditator and I'll shoot a lot of cool videos that will help you to take that meditation and channel it into uh, even more advanced things with enlightenment, which is gonna be really exciting.